Hola, hola y bienvenidos a este nuevo episodio de Estás en Familia. Soy Cristina. En Israel. Y ahora tenemos un invitado súper especial. Preséntate, por favor. Uh, mi nombre es Miguel Cavilanes. Ok, so Miguel eh, está aquí y está para hablarnos sobre su experiencia en el tópico de going into the military service here in the States. Ok. Um, we have talked in previous episodes about um, the whole situation of going into college. <coughs> Pero... College isn't for everybody. Yeah. And we have to talk about the different alternatives that we have, uh, you know, coming into the United States. And what do I do now? So, like I said, college isn't for everybody. And there's other alternatives like the military. And uh, we want to uh, present our cousin here who has uh, gone that route. So tell us more about yourself. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So the whole pretense is you came here when? How old were you? You came from Ecuador. How old were you when you came? That's right. Um, <coughs> so my parents migrated here when I was about nine years old. Um, so you've been here since you were nine? Right. Okay, so uh, by definition, that makes you a 1.5, which we talked about before. Right. So you were already in la escuelita, ya estabas todo chévere formando tu vida ya y de repente boom right. they, they was, didn't ask you they just put you on a plane and here you are that's right i was actually already in fourth grade when i was over there and you know just had to pick everything up and migrate and here we are you know start from zero how did Daddy. you feel uh, migrating over here was it something that you looked forward to or was it something that you were like oh shit I, do i really have to uh, i mean as a kid you don't really have a choice right like pero no había un poco de excitement así como ay me voy a Estados Unidos me voy a viajar me entiendes o I'm gonna go see Mickey uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be honest um, I don't think I look forward to it I had I had um, you know um, the family from my mother's side too that you know I was really close to and you know I've, I felt like almost a, like an emptiness like I was leaving something behind you're abandoning so, them right Right. So it was, yeah, exciting for the trip, but um, I always felt like I needed to go back. Okay. Absolutely. <clears throat> so you managed to adjust over here. Was it an easy adjustment? Uh, definitely. It definitely wasn't easy, um, you know, especially, as you guys know, you know, where we landed, you know, Irvington wasn't, a, you know, the best place for a kid. So It wasn't immigrant friendly, I'll tell you that. Right. <laughs> All right, so. so we talked about how we m moved out of Irvington because we we couldn't hang out outside or do anything like that. But you guys, your family stayed in Irvington and you went through all of your elementary, middle and high school in Irvington. That's correct. Yeah. Um, so for those people that don't really know uh, about Jersey, Uh, Irvington during the 90s when we came here it was the the equivalent to Compton over in LA right <laughs> just, <laughs> pretty much just yeah. about yeah. so you state troopers on every corner yeah, that's what I was about to that's what I was getting to you lived an experience that was different from ours because of the area in which you grew up um, did you experience 
hostility because you were Latino, like an immigrant, or do you think that was just the norm that people in that area were experiencing? Um, well, being being that you know it was very few Hispanics in the area, it does uh, you know it, it, you definitely experience some hostility. You know, like uh, you know they look at you different. You know, um, it's like like you were mentioning before. Um, you almost kind of feel out of place. You know, like you don't belong there. Um, so you had to adjust real quick, right? Pero tú tenías como amigos y, you know, de lo, de lo que vagamente yo recuerdo, tú tenías amigos, tú, tú hiciste de ese environment, you yeah, know, I mean, like you, you, you adjusted to the point where you tenías una sort of sense of community. Um, I want to say that far, but uh, yeah, I mean, you have to adjust, you have to, you know, kind of um, make friends and, you know, move on with your life, you know, like make the best out of the situation, I guess you could say. So I think you have like a, a very different upbringing because of uh, where your parents decide to, to stay and, and, you know, raise the family. Right. Um, we talked about how we we moved down to, to Newark, down neck, and how we mostly had friends that were first-generation uh, immigrants also. Being that you stayed in Irvington, I don't think there was a lot of first-generation immigrants that you had a, a friendship with. That's correct. So you had to adjust to uh, automatically making friends with, like, second generation or, or... Who were your friends, like, growing up? Like, who do you... was Like, oh, me voy a la casa de fulano. Did, did you have that, mm. that uh, freedom to say, me voy a la casa de mi amigo? Así I como can vaguely remember just one or two friends, you know, that, you know, I remember going, you know, play at their house, you know, but um, mostly, mostly it was family, you know, um, you know, a friend that lived right across the street, Jose, um, was, uh, you know, for the most part, it's the the kids that were on my street, you know, on the neighborhood. And even then, like I said, it was a tough neighborhood, so you didn't know who to trust. So, mm. And then also, I think his experience is different, too, because he is the firstborn of his family. True that. Right. So, right. Okay, so, <clears throat> yeah, you make, make the best out of it. You finish um, middle school, get into high school, and and then what? We're going into <coughs> high school, did you... Hold on, hold on. So let me ask you a question. Let, let's rewind a little bit. Right now, after your whole growing up, how do you identify yourself? I'm not talking about you identify as a table or anything like that. <laughs> how, do I, how do you identify yourself as more Ecuadorian or more American, and why? Um... I was telling I, I was I was telling uh, my sister that I identify myself as more American because I spent most of my life here, and I have most of my friends. Mm, I want to say friends, but most of the people I know um, that I grew up with, I can't assimilate to the culture, and right. I don't see myself assimilating more to my Hispanic side. How right. about it's you? like it's like we were saying, you know, um, we came here when we were a little older. I was I was nine, so I have a you know I have memories from Ecuador and you know those roots I can't just forget them you know it, they're there so um I don't want to say I feel completely 100% American you know what I mean like you can't forget those roots but um yeah I mean 30 years in this country you kind of you know become more part of this culture you know yes 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 si alguien te pregunta a ti eh, 
no, ¿cómo estás? Te, te están conociendo y te dice, oh, me llamo Miguel. ¿De dónde eres? De Ecuador. Ya, enseguida, de yeah. Ecuador. 100%. 100%, sí. Ya. Oh. Yeah. <coughs> ok, entonces ahora sí, ya eh, estás en la high school. Mm -hmm. Y en la high school eh, te empiezan a hablar todos, ¿no? De que, oh, ya tienes que empezar a estudiar para los exámenes para entrar a la universidad. Right. Y etcétera, etcétera. En algún momento, o sea, nosotros sabemos que tú estás aquí porque fuiste al military. ¿Qué branch del military uh, did you go to? Uh, went to U.S. Marines. Okay, so you, and I was joking with Lou before you you got here. I said, I got to make sure that I get it right because you you guys, and I'm talking about the military folk. Mm. Um, it's like, pega puñetes y yo digo the wrong military. Oh, yeah. It's a little, <laughs> it's like, oh, little rivalry between them. Yes, um, voy a decir que fui al army, me mete, <laughs> <laughs> me mete un treco. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. okay, so Marines. tú fuiste a los Marines. Mm. What made you decide? While you were in high school, que es lo, eso era lo que yeah, why, a hacer. why did you decide to go to the Marines? Was it something that you were that you were at work and then like a recruiter came up? You like uh, uh, you want to join? It was actually my senior year in high school. Um, I'm just sitting there wondering, like, okay, what's next? You know, like uh, to be honest, um, I didn't have the best grades, so I'm thinking, like, you know, like what am I gonna do? Go to community college or go get a job? And um, it just so happened that. One day there was, you know, a recruiter there, marine recruiter at the high school, <clears throat> and um, I started talking to him, and he's like, you know, um, well, what do you think of doing? And I said, I really, I have no idea what I'm gonna do in my life. And he said, um, you know, well, there's, there's opportunities. Take this information, take it to your parents, see what they think. And I did that. My parents were completely against it. They didn't want, they didn't want me to go, especially my mother. But um, uh, I said it took a couple of weeks, maybe a few months, and then um, I convinced them, and I said, "Look, I don't have the best grades. There's nothing else I could possibly possibly do, but it's either this or go get a job." But so it was never in your brain, like, "Oh." Um, you didn't have a calling for it. Yeah, como como no 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 eso sino en tu cerebro no no tenías el. Eh, la noción de yo quiero seguir esta carrera en algún momento o, o sea la universidad no era un choice para ti o era no oh. it was it was never really a choice because I knew I knew I I wasn't a good student so I knew going to university or going to college it, it just wasn't for me so to me it was either go to um I think before I was brought that um opportunity for the Marines I um All I thought was, I, I need to find a job, you mm. know? Did, did your parents ever push you to go to school? Like, to go to, like, second, like, university? Higher education. Higher education? Uh, they did. You know, every parent wishes that on, the, <clears throat> on, on their kids, you know? But, um, no, it just wasn't an option for me. I, I just never saw school as an option. Mm -hmm. you know? Even though after, you know, I came back from Marines, I did go back to school and got an associate. But, you know, that was, you know, something I wanted to do. And not being pushed point. to do it. Right. Okay, okay, okay. And around the time that all this was going on with the recruiter, was this pre or post 9-11? This was, um, no, pre-9-11. Pre-9-11. No, I'm sorry. No, 2001. No, I went in 2002, so it was post-9-11. Yeah, and did that have any influence into your decision into going into the Marines? Um, 
Because I think, I, I I remember... think in a way, yes, because um, you know everything that's going on. You say, oh, you know, we have to go back. We have to defend the country and all these things. And I was, you know, seventeen, eighteen at the time. You know, you kind of believe all these things, which. Um, That, that's another topic. Yeah. So, ya, les convences a tus papás. Eso era lo que te quería preguntar. So, 17, para entrar a los Marines, si tienes 17 años, tus papás tienen que firmar diciendo que they, are, they agree, ¿no es cierto? Right. Right. At least just for you to at least start the process, you know, oh, go take the ASVAB okay. and all those things. Once you, once you graduate and you're 18 years old, then you really don't need that. You don't need that. No. So, was that your case? Ya tenías 18? Mm -hmm. Okay. Right, but I did start the process when I was still 17, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. So, el process, tú dices, para una persona como yo que no sé el process, ¿cuál es el process? Um, okay, well, it's, it's been like 20 years, but uh, from what I remember, um, they, they take you down to the recruiting office. They make you take a small test first, right? Um, just to see where you stand. And then if you score high enough, then they set you up a date so you could go down to, um, I think it's called MAPS, uh, to take the ASVAB. And um, depending on how you score there on those tests, then they basically bring out the list of, you know, what jobs you qualify for. Mm. So, <clears throat> es como un examen de, de matemáticas y lectura? Yeah, it's like math, uh, science, English, uh, you know, like mm. the most basic. Okay, yeah. okay. Como, so you como... got the military version of the SAT. Yeah, pretty much. Here, right. I have it up on the screen right, right now. Right. right there. The ASVAB. It's mm. the Armed Services Voca uh, Vocational Aptitude Battery. Oh, that's kind of nice. So they, uh, basado en tu vocación, ellos te, te, there's something similar that they do at college. So, uh, side note, they, eh, donde ellos, te, si vas como un undecided student, ellos te dan un examen similar a eso eh, que te ayuda a ver dónde estaría mejor tu major. So, right. esto es casi similar. Right. Similar, yeah. That's okay. how they bring out the list of uh, jobs that you... So, that determines if you're going to be doing uh, open heart surgery or cutting grass? Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, um, okay, so, rebobinemos. No, te fuiste a los Marines porque había alguien que fue a ofrecerte entrar a los Marines. Si hubiera alguien ahí que te ofrecía entrar a la Fuerza Armada o al Navy o al Army, ¿hubieras considerado las otras ramas militares o eh, era el, porque um, solamente ese man estaba ahí? Um, actually, no, after I, you know, did my research, obviously, and, you know, I looked into the Army and the other ones, but, you know, as a As a kid, you're just like, oh, it's the Marines. It's the toughest one, so I have to go for the, you know, the best one. So. He said the other ones, like, they don't even exist. <laughs> <laughs> like Space Force, what is that? <laughs> so yeah. so you did look into the other dramas, yeah. dramas yeah. military. They just didn't catch my attention. Okay, okay. So, <clears throat> ¿qué es lo que más te llamó la atención de los Marines que te hizo decidir por ese lado? Um, Like I said... It, You kind of not 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 really thinking of you know the big picture here. You know, you just uh, I want to be completely honest. Like you just went in there, they just look so badass in the uniform, and you know you're, you're young like, and impressionable, right? <laughs> exactly, and uh, you know uh, I, I had the option to do motor T, infantry, and uh, one other thing, 
And I, I was like, like you know, I'm, like I'm picturing infantry como soldadito con, con pistola. What is right. motor T? Uh, it's basically uh, the the guys mechanics for the for you know. Oh, okay, okay. ¿Y qué más dijiste? Motor T, infantry, ¿qué más? There was something else. I can't remember what it was. So it wasn't I, important because it you wasn't didn't important. Pick it. I didn't even look at it. <laughs> <laughs> it was between so, those two. Okay, so what yeah. did you pick? I went to infantry. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you were a boots in the ground type of guy. Pre yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so ya pasaste todos los exámenes y de ahí qué? Um, well, I graduated high school, I uh, believe it was uh, June 23rd, 24th of 2002, and I was literally in boot camp. Not even two weeks later, July 2nd, I was already in boot camp. Okay, so el boot camp, <coughs> se, se sabe que todos los boot camps parecen que tiran para Carolina del Norte, ¿no es cierto? Right, I was in, yeah, um, in uh, South Carolina. Oh, South Carolina. Yeah. Sí, es North, North in South Carolina, mm -hmm. donde les mandan. ¿Cuánto tiempo es el boot camp? Uh, it's supposed to be three months. For the Marines, it's three months. It's supposed to be, or yeah, it's supposed to be three months. I was I was in boot camp for five months because I had a fracture while I was in there, and I had to stay longer until I recuperated my, my wrist, and then it, it became longer for me. But oh. yeah, it's supposed to be three months. Okay, okay. So you saw your graduating class leave after three months. Yeah, <laughs> you should have told them to give you a double check, <laughs> right? Oh, like, oh, I did it oh. twice. <laughs> Okay, so he he's talking about double check. Do you get paid for being in el in el boot camp? Yeah, yeah, you start getting paid from from the day you arrive. Okay, yeah. it's not much, but yeah, you start getting paid. Okay, okay, and then how how many years did you sign up for? Porque eso es como así like. Right, so I went gato. in, I went in, um, uh, as a reservist, but you know since it was post nine eleven. The unit I was with was activated most of the time. That mm. was it. So uh, not most of the time, but the first, uh, you know, like three or four years, they were always being activated. Um, so um, it was a total of eight years. It was six years reserves and then two years inactive reserves. Wow. Mm -hmm. Pero pero tú sabías que ibas por ocho años. Tú firmaste los ocho años desde el principio. Right. Yeah. No era como firmaste por seis y yeah, no, Te you, metieron dos de yapa. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tú fuiste con el conocimiento que ibas por ocho años. Yeah, you know what you're getting yourself into. Okay, okay. Y sobre lo que yo sé es que tú, una vez que firmas, es como, como la sirenita, así de firmas your voice away. That's oh, yeah. it. No yes, hay yeah. manera de salirse del contrato. Um, o si hay alguna manera. I mean, if you get hurt, and, you know, there's, there's hurt, different hurt, ways to get okay. discharged, but it's probably, yeah. You can get medically discharged, you get, um, you know, dishonorably discharged, you know, but you don't want that. You don't want that. Claro, just, claro, claro. Vas a hacer alguna that. mudería y te votan. Mm -hmm. Pero ya salir votado ya es no conseguir trabajos. Right. Cosas así. Yeah, it definitely affects your life. Okay. Um, do you think, like, what, what kind of uh, things did the recruiter tell you, like, as far as what the military could offer you? Um, and was it say, true? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it is Did you, you get know, a Hellcat? School, uh, Where's your school. Hellcat, man? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it is, um, you know, that's how they catch you. School, you know, they help you with school. They, you know, um, medical benefits, um, you know, life insurance, and all these things. So uh, they make it enticing, you know. As a and young kid, you're like, what? You know? and, and as Israel said, but did 
But did they actually, did, did it pull through? Or era una um, false advertisement? No, the thing is, is, it's true, but there's certain requirements you got to meet. Mm. So, um, there's a lot of fine print that you got to sign. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Into. Right. Okay, okay. Right. So, like, there's certain time that you had to put in to be able to get certain about certain amount of benefit towards education. Ah. We're, Pero we're, vos estabas ahí por ocho años. A vos te debieron dar todo y un poquito más. Um, o hay gente uh, que hace más de ocho años. Yeah, the thing is, it, it, it depends, you know, if you're reserve or you're active duty, oh, so yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Were there, uh, at that point when you signed up, were you a citizen already? No, I was still, um, mm. I wasn't a citizen yet. You were still, still just yes, a resident. Yeah, resident, right. Yeah. Is that but, something um, that they brought up, like the opportunity to become a citizen? They did. They yeah. did bring it up uh, once we came back from Iraq. They actually, um, I remember they, they were taking a list of, you know, guys that wanted to proceed to be a citizen. It it never, um, I remember them asking for names and things like that, but I don't think anything came out of it. I actually had to do it on my own, you know. Mm. Yeah. Okay. okay. Do you, did you meet? people who were there and were promised, like, as a first-gen type of situation, did you meet other immigrants that, that when you asked them, like, hey, wh Or why are you here? Claro. They were told, like, oh, I was in Home Depot, and they said, uh, <laughs> you know, join the Navy, join the <laughs> Marines, and then like, you get your papers. <laughs> no, I, I never met anyone like that. Everybody that was in there, like, they, they were either residents or, you know, citizens so. so I think back then they didn't have that that los, option los. because now I'm hearing more and more that, that uh, immigrants are joining the military uh, to get their papers not only for themselves for, but also for their family right mm -hmm. uh, have you heard anything about that I have not I didn't encounter anyone in that situation yo creo que todavía no era los dreamers se puso algo como grande desde el 2007 2008 ahí es donde empezaron a empujar ni, ni siquiera, más, más, más tiempo, de 2010, ahí empecé yo a escuchar esta cuestión mm. de los dreamers. ¿no? Entonces, tú estabas en el servicio militar en mm, 2002. Yeah, I mean, right. I found statistics here. Yeah. Um, hold on, pull it up. Um, between 2013 and 2018, 44,000 non-citizens listed. And the <coughs> 17% of those serving in the military are of Hispanic origin. Mm -hmm. So, okay. that's, yeah. that's a pretty right. big chunk. 17%, I mean, mm. that, de uh, 44,000, 17%, yeah, es, es un número relativamente grande también, mm -hmm. sí. Yeah. It's not bad. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Tratando de conseguir... Eh, the American dream. The American dream. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, pero tú hiciste la ciudadanía por aparte. Right. That's another topic. I want to talk about that citizenship test. Es en otro tópico. Vamos a tener yeah. que dive into. I mean, definitely once you're in the military, getting that citizenship, it makes it so much easier. Like, you just walk in there. They already know you're in the military. So They're if like, you, I salute you. Yeah, they basically, if they ask you one or two questions, and then, you know, you're on your way. Okay. Como esa, I, I definitely help service. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah and, and it is. I mean, um, esa es una de las cosas que en Estados Unidos hay bastantes libertades. Aquí la gente hace y deshace con esto de que la libertad de expresión y ta, ta, ta. O sea, en Estados Unidos sí tiene este, el mundo de las oportunidades, pero el mundo de las oportunidades se paga y se paga con, con el servicio de personas como tú que, que está yendo a defender eh, de buena manera eh, 
las libertades que nosotros tenemos, ¿no? Right. Que los uh, regular citizens tenemos. Pero bueno, eso es eh, otra de las cosas que, que agradecemos de estar acá, ¿no? Ya nos trajeron sin querer, estamos aquí, pero ya hicimos en nuestra vida lo que mejor pudimos, ¿no? Right. Take those lemons and squeeze them. Yeah. Can I ask a question real quick? Just going back to boot camp. What were your thoughts the first day of boot camp? Oh, man, that's... <laughs> it's definitely a nerve-wracking experience, you know? Traumatizing. From, yeah. I mean, you you see videos that you can pull it up on YouTube. It is exactly like that, you know? It's like they come up in a bus, you know, get the F out of my bus, you know? Everybody rushing, everybody, you know, get off, get off, get off. And then there's these little yellow footprints on the floor, and, you know, you just... Everybody yelling in your face, you know, they trying to they trying to break you down from the minute you arrive. So it's all mental. Yeah. So it's it's definitely nerve wracking, you know. As an eighteen year old you're like Yeah, I remember <laughs> I remember you told me a while back, you're like that they break you down, they rebuild you. Right. That's exactly what they do, you know. That's that's what boot camp's about. They they break you down to, you know, mentally, physically, they break you down and then, you know, Towards the end, they build you back up into what they expect the Marine to be. That's mm -hmm. a big keyword, towards the end. So you have to go through a lot. And oh, yeah. you had to go through a regular time plus two more months. ¿Qué te tenían right. haciendo cuando estabas con el brazo fracturado? You can't do anything. You're literally sitting. It's like it's like being locked up. You're in a, in a I don't, I don't want to call it a cell, but you're in a, a squad bay. And you're there with, I don't know, maybe another... 30, 40 guys, and there's nothing to do but stare at each other. <laughs> there's nothing Pero to no do. Pero no era así como, okay, tu brazo no funciona, vaya a trotar. You didn't no. have, like, no? a, mm -mm. you didn't go in there and be like, hey, did anybody bring in some cars today? Yeah. <laughs> 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 no. They, they, we'll probably get, like, an hour to watch TV, like, towards the end of the day, and that's about it. You know, it's, it's like being locked up. Yeah, wow. I have a video yeah. of what's it called, the, the boot camp thing. A ver. It's a pressure cooker for 12 weeks. Under the pressure of an intimidating drone instructor, someone that's putting you under the scrutiny of attention to detail every single day, and to a certain degree, everything you do is never going to be For you, uh, I'm pretty sure this was nothing like new, because I'm pretty sure you experienced that with your dad <laughs> at the house. <laughs> oh, man. Do you think that yeah. you had a better time, like better time than other cultures acclimating? Um, let's, let's just say I got used to it pretty quick. It, it wasn't as, you know, like I said, it was intimidating the day you get there, but once you get the hang of it, it you know, right. within weeks, you're... Sir, yes, sir. Yeah. <coughs> when you left the boot camp and you came back here, because they give you, like, a period to come back home, right? Mm hmm Yeah. Uh, I think it's 10 days. What did your family say about the new you? Um... I was definitely skinnier. <laughs> yeah. Grandma uh, probably tried to feed you. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you could definitely see the difference, right, as far as, like, discipline, you know, like, you know, in 10 days I was here, like, you know, I would get up and make my bed so tight you could flip a coin on it. Like, you know, like, it's those little things that they brainwash you, basically. And um, it's that. It's those little things that, that people notice. And th that's what it is. It's it's uh, a long period of time that they brainwash you into something that you want to be. Right. Or what they want you to be. They want you to be. So, terminas ya el bootcamp. Te gradúas. Regresas. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, my God, sopita. 
a comer <risa> algo rico <risa> y te pasas aquí los 10 días y después regresas mm -hmm. y de ahí eh, then they send you to your <coughs> your school so whatever your job was you know if you were motor T infantry like I went to infantry school and that was another um, um, if I recall correctly I think it was like two three months of infantry school and um <coughs> It just so happens that once I got done with infantry school, um, you know, they were deploying to Iraq. So it was literally, I graduated, I went, checked into my unit, and two weeks later they said, hey, pack your stuff, we're going to Iraq. Yes, I'm ready. Yeah. Did you regret it at any point? Um, I think while I was in Iraq, yeah. There was a few few nights that I was like, what am I doing here? ¿Cuánto tiempo estuviste overseas? Um... En total. I think it was about five, six months, six months, maybe. Todo de seguido. Right, in Iraq, mm -hmm. yeah. In Iraq. Pero, o sea, eso fue, después de los seis meses regresaste y seguiste en infantry school, o, o qué ya pasa um, después de eso? No, we came back, then um, we got activated again. We, um, um, We were, we were always training. So, you know, we went to Japan. We would go to uh, Norway. We would go to different countries and just keep training. Went to Mongolia, you know, different places. You say it like... Me, me we went downtown. Out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Got some Chinese food. <laughs> so, has viajado. El, el, yeah. Eso se puede considerar como un beneficio que te dio el servicio militar. Sí, el sí. Hecho de que... sí. Eso es un gran beneficio. Eso. Like, it's, you know, the, the fact that you get to travel for free, basically, you know. Mm -hmm. When they said um, travel the world, they wasn't lying. No. Nah. Nah. Okay. You do. So, ¿qué países conociste eh, en este training Dices um, Mongolia, ¿qué más dijiste? Japan. Japan. I, heard, I hear a lot of people, a lot. ¿Cuál es el...? What the hell are they doing in Japan? I, uh, yeah, because <laughs> a, a couple of friends from high school from me... They're guarding Godzilla over there? <laughs> <laughs> have gone and stationed in Japan. Like, what, ¿qué, ¿qué conexión hay allá? ¿O, o solamente hay un um, lugar de entrenamiento allá específico? Yeah, that's, what, that's what we went for. Um, I can't really be specific about it but we went um, Transformers <laughs> 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 yeah, but, um, yeah we just went get a picture with Optimus Prime <laughs> climbing uh, they had us climbing Mount what was that Mount Fiji Mount, Mount Fuji Mount Fuji. Mount Fuji. Fuji. Yeah. Fiji Fiji or Fuji 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 Fiji son las islas Fuji es la montaña Mount Fuji no, Fuji, oh, yeah. no, hold on. That's the name of a restaurant. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> They named the mountains after the restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah it's Fuji. Este, entonces, ya, yeah, te fuiste a hacer todas estas cosas. Estabas en training. Y tú dices, they activated us. Así como, como que les tienen... Y, y, y tiene sentido, ¿no? Que están eh, training, 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 training. Oh, mm -hmm. shit, we need them. Okay, right. bye. Yes. Oh, right. shit, we need them. Yeah, that's basically how it works. Y, el, y la, la unidad tuya, o el, ¿cómo, ¿cómo se llama el grupo con, con el que estás? Um, I was... Um, like in school, they're your classmates. Tu conjunto. Squad? <laughs> battalion? I was uh, second battalion, 25th Marines, if I'm so, not mistaken. So second, tu, tu battalion. Right. Tu battalion que empiezan, o sea, hacen todo, 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 todo junto. So they become like your, like yeah. your family. 
Right. Or, or um, I hit the Well, you don't know everybody in the battalion because it's different companies. So I was I was golf company. Um, and then there's, you know, there's different companies. So they're, they're um, positioned in different areas throughout, you know, the nation. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but your company, not, I'm pretty sure you got, you know, like you're the close-knit group that you, you're... Yeah. yeah. Claro, como... Yeah, especially like... You know, they break, to break it down, it's like you, you got golf company and then you got, you know, your three platoons or four platoons, whatever you got in no, there. O sea, yeah. es como un funnel. Right. ¿En qué, en, en dónde, en qué parte tú cabías? Si acá está el platoon. There's golf company, then is uh, I was, I was uh, I believe I was in first platoon or second platoon. Yeah, um, ese es el más chiquito. Ese es un compartimiento adentro ya. Right. So Uno I, de los pelotones, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I, there's, an, there's another, there's a squad. So there's like three squads in one oh, platoon. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right. So ahí es, I'm, I'm trying to get to like that close yeah. knit. Yeah, so your squad is basically, that. that's your family, your oh, squad, which is yeah, 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 uh, yeah. considered like three fire teams. And each fire team is about three or four guys. So, estamos hablando de cuántos en total. Do the math, because I ain't, my no, brain ain't uh, mathing today. No. <laughs> so, so, it was more like a fraternity amongst you guys? Like, did you feel accepted there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you, you get so close, you see these guys every day. You, just, you know, they sleeping with you. They, you know, you do everything with these guys. So, they become family. Mm -hmm. And they're all, like, different types of cultures. Oh, yeah. 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 One thing that that I saw, I can't remember where I saw it, is like only only in the military you're gonna have brothers that don't look like you, that don't come anywhere near where you come mm -hmm. from, and it's like so diverse that when you get together, it's like a Chinese person and a yeah, Hispanic person, and a white person. I could pull that up. Um, one of one of the guys from from the military, he actually sent me this. Uh, you still keep ago. in contact with these people? Oh yeah. They're your yeah, family. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Some of them. Yeah. Not all, but yeah. Yeah, I'd so you were right, actually. So it's three squads to a platoon, and a platoon work together to create a company. So in a platoon, there's an average around 45 men. 45? Yeah. So mm -hmm. 45 divided by, by That by That three. sounds like our family. Yeah, yeah. it is. It really <laughs> is That's basically it. <laughs> so you can show it at the camera. Where am I? Right there. It looks like like uh, military a, friends. It looks like a, a crazy uh, group of hangover uh, rejects. <laughs> <laughs> so you have um, uh, alguien con un, un tear tattoo, un, un vaquero, eh, un, un chinito. It looks like a new age boy band. Ah, exactly. <laughs> like, what do we all have in common? Hurrah! That's it. <laughs> yeah, so that was my, my next thing. So, like, el, el hecho de que se convierte en tu familia, en esta fraternity, como dice él, ¿no? Si, si, si tú vas al college, eh, it kind of works to your advantage que si eres part of a fraternity, tú puedes aplicar a cualquier trabajo y tú dices, oh, soy de la fraternity Kappa Delta, whatever. Right. Tú tienes ese, se, I don't know if you would call it an advantage to say, yo soy los Marines. Si es que tú aplicas a cualquier trabajo ahora, el hecho de que tú pongas en la aplicación o yeah. que tú eres military, eso te da un... Yeah, especially now because of a lot of guys that have, you know, have served already, 
have retired. They own companies. They own, you know, like trucking companies. They own all types of, you know, their own businesses. So if you have prior military, you know, you go to these places, you know, looking for work, and they see, you know, you have a good record, that, you know, you're honorably discharged, they automatically, you know, it, it puts you on top of the list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, the reason I got the job I got now is because of the military. Okay, so <clears throat> es, esa, ese cuenta como uno de los advantages que te dieron. Okay, yeah. so vamos a rebobinar. Tú ya saliste, hiciste tus ocho años y tú mencionaste brevemente que después viniste a ser tu associates. Right. So tú viniste y el associates en, el, en la universidad hiciste con la ayuda del military. Right. Mm-hmm. Eh, ¿Qué tipo de ayuda te dieron ellos? Um, just if I remember correctly, it was um, um, they give you those money towards your books. Um, depend like I said, like I was mentioned before. Um, depending on you know the time served and things like that, they give you a certain money for those uh those school. Also, your your stay. Like if you know you need you know if you're staying in campus and things like that. Um, but they're very open. You can you can even take um, uh, what are those uh like trade schools so they're um they're very like uh what do you call it um diverse diverse correct that's the word con las oportunidades que ellos te dan o sea right. ellos te dicen acá está la plata usted vea cómo gasta right. pero edúquese right. no, no es como uh-huh. tienes plata ya gratis right yeah okay so yeah. ahí viendo que tienes los beneficios vas a la universidad o Yeah, Porque because, tenías, um, decidiste, oh, ya tengo ahí plata, voy a la universidad. Si hubieras tenido la plata, ¿hubieras ido a la universidad? Um, probably not. <laughs> like I said, school wasn't for me, but, you know, once, you know, things in life, you know, uh, change your perspective. Perspective, right? Like, um, I had my daughter, you know, when I was 23. Mm. And, um, you know, at that point, you, you you're not, like, oh, well, I just don't want to go to school. You're kind of like, well, I need to go to school so I can, you know, get a better job and provide for my kids, you know, mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. I think it's also the discipline that the ma- the military yeah. kind of, right. you know, built into you. Right. Estabas haciendo algo. Entonces, yo no sabía que tenías un asociado. ¿En qué, qué, eh, cuál es tu major? ¿De qué tienes el asociado? Um, I went to the right for computers and electronics. Oh, okay. So, se considera como un trade school? No, DeBray es un, col- un college. Right. Okay. So, pero no te dedicas a eso. O sea, sacaste tu degree, pero mm-hmm. técnicamente eh, right. no estás ejerciendo tu profesión, como dirían no. los abuelitos. No, no mm-hmm. estás ejerciendo la profesión. Right. Okay. ¿Alguna vez trabajaste en eso? Um, kind of, sort of. Uh, actually, from... From the school, they, um, you know, how they do job placement. They sent me to uh, this warehouse where they were implementing this whole, like, wireless system. And I went there for that, helped them set it up, and then uh, I kind of just fell in more into the manager position. And then um, the company moved, and, you know, that, that kind of fell apart. And I just never looked back into that field. Mm, not interesting. Mm, no. No, no it's, Yeah. Which which only solidifies that 
college isn't for everybody. Like <laughs> this guy, he's gonna have T-shirts made made that says "College ain't for everybody." College ain't for everybody because at the end of the day, it's just a piece of paper with your name and it says associates or bachelors, and right. it really, it really doesn't teach you anything unless that it says teacher or doctor on it. Right. Or lawyer. Or, or lawyer. lawyer. True. Yeah. Okay. So. Es, tú hiciste el, el asunto este porque tenías la facilidad del dinero que estaba ahí. Eso sí te dio el, el tío Sam. Yeah. Okay. Y el, el asunto este de, de <coughs> nosotros hablamos en uno en un episodio previo del imposter syndrome, right? Mm -hmm. De que you feel like you don't really belong eh, in a specific place or um, Like you have to work extra hard to make sure that you kind of fit in with what is happening. Do you consider that you have felt that imposter syndrome situation in school or in the military or after you came out of the military? Do you? The difference in, in culture and everything, you know, ever since I got here, I felt out of place. Um, but in anything you do in life, you kind of, like, in starting off, you always kind of feel like, is this really for me? Is this, you know, um, am I good enough for this? But I think it's just up to you to, like, prove to yourself first and then prove to everyone else that, you know, you are capable of doing, you know, anything you put your, you know, you set your mind to. You said when you got here to this country or when you came back from the military you felt No, out of he said mm -hmm. when, when he first got here. Yeah. So you're not telling me when you were in the military, you just looked around and, and you know, you're you're 18, you're impressionable, and you you weren't feeling like this imposter in order to fit in? You're like, rawr, rawr. No, you, you do. You Anybody do have more crayons? Rawr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do feel out of place. You do. Uh, it's, it's, um... I mean, you feel out of place until the end, because then at the end you kind of all went through the same experience. So you have that bonding experience. That, that's what I was gonna get into. Like in that breaking that you say that they do, like in, they're breaking you. Are they also breaking that sense of I don't belong here? Do they break you down to I mean, just yeah, the bare bones? You stop thinking. You stop thinking individually. You start thinking more as, as a team. Mm. Okay, okay. And yeah. do you think that you needed to go to the military in order to feel that type of thing? Or Belonging? Do you think that that's, yeah, mm. or do you think that's something that you might have been able to experience out, you know? Uh, I don't I don't think you have the same experiences <laughs> out in the world. Like, it, it's, it's very unique. Uh, that whole military experience is very unique. I don't think I would have been able, I don't even think if I went to college, I would have been able to experience that. Mm-hmm. I could say that because um, I went to college and I don't think I experienced that close-knit type of situation. I think it's because everybody has their own agenda. Everybody's doing their own thing versus the military is like, nope, you're doing everything I tell you to do. And everybody's facing mm -hmm. one way, moving right. in the same direction. Right. Right. So you learn to make that sense. That's really awesome. Wow. So <laughs> el... el Israel te preguntó si es que encontraste otros inmigrantes como tú. En realidad, en tu en tu grupo, ¿cómo era que se llamaba? El platón, el, platoon, el, el, squad. el yeah. squad. En tu squad, 
Era un poquito de todos, no había eh, así. Hablemos de, de, o sea, nosotros hablamos de latinos en general, ¿no? Se oye mucho de la gente mexicana, porque obviamente el... el, el Conchale. El, there's more Mexican people, Mexican and Mexican-American in America, right? right? Did you encounter anybody latino así de que tú tengas en común una comunidad de decir, oh, vos eres ecuatoriano, oh. Yeah, you're actually, un... you're actually me from all places, you know. Uh, I became friends with, you know, like I said, um, uh, Mexicans, Ecuadorians, Peruvians, you know, Puerto Ricans, you know, all, it's, it's, it's a mixture of everything in there. So, and, you know, you stop looking at each other like, look, where are you from? We just know we're Marines, and that's it. We're just all brown and green right here. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> brown and green? They're we're, not green. We're all no, green. No, the uniform is, uh, no, it's brown. No, it's brown. Green. Yeah, it is. It's, de qué, yeah. de qué color es tu uniforme? Dependiendo de qué sea el uniforme, porque right. para depends. diferentes have, cosas tienen diferentes uniformes, right. ¿no? We have the green, brown, white. I, I, I remember I when I saw that picture of you in the white and the blue with the white cap. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, that, I think that was the moment. I was like, yeah, I want to join the Marines, <laughs> and like just it's like that uniform. Man. No, it, but then, but uh, it's also because I was proud of you. Like I remember like writing letters to you, and you know, just yeah. being like, damn, it's like I, I want to be. You guys like have him. no idea how much those letters meant to me while I was out there. You know, you kind of get that lonely feeling, you know, while you're out there, and those letters, you know, coming from my little cousins meant meant the world. Yeah. So. No, it's like I remember writing them. Uh, back when grandma used to live in that back room, yeah, I would go back there and I'd sit and I'd write, you know. And then I remember I told her, and bro, the fucking ass whooping that I got for even thinking about that <laughs> by like, joining, yeah. My dad whooped me, my gra grandma yelled at me. And then when I was turning 18, I found a recruiter at school and I was talking to him. And I went, I did that pre test, yeah. and then my mom found some stuff and then I got yelled at by her I got yelled at by yeah. grandma so yeah I don't know it was, I, it, it was worse than finding weed in your, uh, yeah. in your room <laughs> I think they would have preferred that I, that I had weed <laughs> like no, what I told you about talking about them recruiters <laughs> it's cause you know around that time the war was still going on and they didn't want you know yeah. me to go but still it was dude. definitely a, a hard time on, on my mom you know so I, I can see where she's coming from you know I can see why grandma and and Yeah, would, would have been completely against it. Um, I saw the pain and hurt in my mom's eyes, you know, and every time I would call, you know, while being in Iraq, it wasn't many calls, but, you know, she would just break down and, you know, I, I wouldn't wish, wish that on anyone. Now, as a parent, yeah. if your son came and said, Dad, I want to join the military, what would you say? Uh, Better be uh, the Marines. <laughs> no, actually, actually, um, the funny thing is, my daughter, my 15 year old, she at one point she came to me and she said, "You know, Dad, I've been thinking about you know the military." I said, "Just don't, don't join the Marines." <laughs> I said, uh, "Air Force, you know, or, you know, go the safe route, go to Air Force, and, and you know, score high. Go as as an officer. Don't go as as enlisted. You know, go as an officer. Get your college degree and go in as an officer." So. That's so the best backwards, advice. backwards. So yeah. You're like, I, I hear the space right. force is nice. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, you know what? That that's the stupidity in me that I immediately said your son, not thinking about that your daughters have the same rights and the same opportunities yeah. to join the military, mm -hmm. and um, you know, I I 
always thought um, that you do it backwards. O sea, primer, what would be, o sea, pregunta, perdona mi ignorancia, pero ¿cuál es el beneficio? Yo veo el, el military como un, ok, me voy al military, hago mis años, y cuando salgo del military ellos me pagan para ir a la universidad. ¿Cuál es el beneficio de que tú te mates haciendo la universidad y después entres al, al servicio militar? ¿Por because, qué? Why, because why? now you're going as an officer, you don't go in as an enlisted. Enlisted is basically like, you know, the bottom, bo bottom of the, you go in as an officer, basically as, you know, you going in as a, as a boss, you know, like, I mean, in. Pero ya eso es para, para hacer una vida militar, porque qué necesidad yeah, tienes. Yeah, you're getting a career out of it. That's a career. You're making eso, a career out of yeah, it. Yeah, porque mm -hmm. no tienes necesidad si ya terminaste la universidad. I mean, do you still go to the same boot camp as the regular people? Oh, as no, an officer? No, it's an officer school. You go in more as a leader. You're, you're going in there to lead Marines or, you know, lead soldiers. Pero tiene que ser algún tipo de educación específica, así de, okay, yo fui, ¿cómo es que decías? ¿Cuál degree era que The liberal arts. You can't <laughs> go into the military and be all high and mighty, be like, uh, yeah, I'm going to be a lieutenant so-and-so yeah. with my liberal arts degree. <laughs> Tienen que, en mi cerebro, yo pienso, no tienen que necesitar personas que hagan hecho un degree de ciencias o un degree de right. computers, IT, yeah. right? Porque right. eso es lo que se necesita. No voy a decir de, yo tengo yeah, un degree is, en español. <laughs> o sea, ¿qué van a hacer conmigo con un degree de español? Do they um, really need me in that sense? Um, you'll be surprised. They, they, they do need people that can translate. Um, I think that... The most important thing is um, having that college degree, and then they'll put you in the schools that, you know, um, you need to be able to place you where they need you. Mm. Uh, that's the thing. Like, Así como tú fuiste a infantry school, right. a mí me ven y dices, yo tengo un degree en español, le vamos a poner mm. en esta escuela. Right. Y de ahí. Because right, even if you have, an, let's say, a degree in, um, I don't know, technology or whatever, um, you still don't know exactly how the military works. So you still have to go through their training, their mm -hmm, schools. Mm -hmm. uh, to but they won't break me like they broke you, I por decirlo mean, así. They, you still have to go through a boot camp. Eso te dice él. You still need to eat a couple of crayons. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're official once you eat one. <laughs> El, eh, so, okay, ellos te, ellos te utilizan como mejor ellos te necesitan. Right. Yeah. En algún momento tú viste, tú, tú hablas de Mongolia, hablas de Japón, hablas de todos estos lugares donde quizás no era necesario eh, o no te ayudaba en nada hablar español. Mm. Tú, al, tú con, con los Marines fuiste a algún lugar donde hablar español te daba un, un uh, extra boost. No, I can't really say that. Eight years that was in there, I can't really, I don't think I used it except for, you know, like I said, amongst each other, you mm -hmm, know. Mm -hmm. So you were the designated um, caller to make, uh, you know, take out orders? For the extended warranty. <laughs> <laughs> Cada quien tiene, tiene un trabajo. Y ahora, <clears throat> ponte que nosotros estamos eh, como, como el, dando un poco de información, ¿no? para un padre de familia, que es first gen, que llegó, que el hijo le dice, me voy a ir a los Marines. ¿Qué le dirías a ese padre de familia o a esa madre de familia? Tu pute Maris, así como tu mamá, que tuviste que convencerle tú. 
¿qué le dirías tú a ese papá, a esa mamá que te está escuchando? Que... Yo diría que se, que se informen bien. Right? Um, no todo, not everything that's in there in the military is like, has to be dangerous, you know? There's different jobs. So if that's what, you know, si eso es lo que quiere hacer su, su hijo o hija, you know, apoyenlo, you know? Um, don't, don't crush their dreams. Uh, I think pushing them towards what they want to do and let, letting them experience it um, will just teach them on their own what they need to learn in life, you know? ¿Tú crees que la experiencia tuya es diferente porque estabas activo durante un tiempo de guerra y guerra activa? No estamos hablando de así de, ay, vamos a cubrir los bordes. No, tú estabas sirviendo activamente mientras estaba la guerra con Irak y Afganistán. Y tú serviste durante ese tiempo. ¿Tú crees que tu experiencia fue diferente a cualquier otra persona que estaba como reservist porque estaba la guerra activa? Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a different, different experience, you know. I mean, I could just notice it from guys that are joining now and people that had joined, you know, prior to 9-11 and got out before, you know, all that happened. And, you know, they're like, you know, like, uh, uh, their experience was more uh, very um, um, passive, I guess you could say. Um, you know, they didn't have to deal with wars or anything like that. So um, being definitely joining at a very difficult time, um, like, you know, the Iraq war was, um, it, it's definitely a, a much different experience, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mentally, mostly. Do you think that there was any advantage or like any disadvantage to joining the military? Disadvantage? Um, I don't want to say that. I, I t- I'm, I've taken advantage of every, you know, opportunity in there um every benefit that i could you know you know there, there's a lot of benefits you know as far as like when you want to buy a house education um and you know once you get back if you know you've been hurt or you know there's there's those benefits that you get paid for you know the rest of your life so there's a lot of benefits um i don't want to say that there was a disadvantage in any way um maybe um just being away from family, but other than that, it was, you know, something I had to go through. Okay. So you don't regret uh, joining the military? No, no. Okay, son ocho años de tu vida bien servidos. So if you had to do it all over again, would you? Uh, 100%. 100%. It has set me up, um, as far as, like I said, I have I have a decent job now, and it's thanks to that. Um, I've been able to buy, uh, you know, some properties thanks to that. I've been, in, you know, um, el, like I said, education. Junior va a tener que regresar para hablar en otro episodio sobre todas las oportunidades de, de lo que es el real estate, porque tú estás bien heavy en eso, ¿no? Yeah, I've been uh, doing it for a little bit. So, eso, eso es otro, otro episodio para el cual te tenemos que tener acá. Pero eso, como tú dices, es uno de los beneficios bien grandes que te ha otorgado eh, yeah. el, el military. Mm-hmm. So, eso yeah. es chévere, eso es chévere. Bueno, gente, eh, ya sabe, si es que su hijo su hija está queriendo eh, entrar al military, no le diga que no, déjelo vivir sus sueños. Cada quien tenemos 
eh, un camino dire diferente que seguir y como dice acá mi estimado We family. Co college is not for everyone. Oh, that, that too. That, I, do, I do say that too. No, no, el, la universidad no es para todos. Déjele que vaya, que haga lo que tenga que hacer, que aprenda. La disciplina que se aprende en, en los Marines definitivamente es, es eh, tu mamá, tu papá, por 10. Yeah. Eh, entonces, eh, ahí sí que viene. It's just el, different, you know. It's, a, it's that discipline without without the love <laughs> without the love no validation of feelings in that one <laughs> no 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 it's it's like being uh, raised up by uh, step parents that don't love you <laughs> pretty much pero déjeles déjeles que cada quien siga su camino aquí tuvo un poquito más de información del proceso que hay que seguir los exámenes que todavía hay que seguir que son exámenes escritos exámenes físicos eh si es que tú estás ahí y estás eh, enlistándote ahora para, el, para entrar al military, best of luck. Uh, asegúrate de no partirte ningún hueso acá como el caballero porque se te hace el bootcamp más largo. <risa> y, eh, y toma todas las oportunidades que te dé el military. Si es que te, te, te ponen a aprender cualquier cosa, toma todo eso como una oportunidad de aprendizaje y de saber que tus raíces te han traído hasta aquí y de aquí tú construyes las alas que te van a llevar hacia el futuro. Con eso, nos despedimos de este capítulo. Eh, acuérdate que estés donde estás, aquí estás en familia. We family now. Until next time. Bye.